Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Monday, January 23rd. And as always, it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is International Sticky Toffee Pudding Day. Gross. Gross. Yeah, I think I'm out on this one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on this one. I'm out. I'm out. Sticky toffee pudding. That uh, you know, I said this before we started recording. That sounds like something that would big be big in the UK. That sounds like a like an English dessert, doesn't it? Yes. Sticky toffee pudding. Yeah. How no. do you make pudding out of sticky toffee? I, no, I'm out. I am out. Out. No. Yeah, I, I'm with you on this one. Today is also National Pie Day. So whatever form uh, your favorite type of pie takes, uh, enjoy that today. I love, um, I love me some pies. I thought we just had this. Didn't we just have like some sort of pie day, I feel like? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I think we have like an international pie day or something recently. Yeah. But I yeah, love there's, a, there's a couple pies. Yeah, there's a couple pies I enjoy. Um, and, and this is not one of the pies I enjoy. National Rhubarb Pie Day. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. No, I'm not into re- rhubarb pie, but yeah, no. I love me some pies. No, I'm uh, I'm out I'm out on the rhubarb pie. Uh, once again, I think this is a popular UK dish. Um, that's where it originated from. But I, I'm not. I'm not eating some rhubarb pie. If that's sitting in front of me, uh, I, I want no part of it. Yeah, yeah. Hard pass. Hard pass. This weekend, Billy the Hawks went one and one. Uh, really disappointing game. Yeah, the, the, uh, that was that was one of the most infuriating. Fourth quarter, it was a very infuriating game against the Hornets on Saturday, but we'll, we'll get to that. The good on Friday, the Hawks uh, destroyed the Knicks 139 to 124. The offense was absolutely humming. Uh, I don't know if we missed a shot in the entire game. It was nuts. We played so well on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, DeJounte Murray had 29 points, 12 assists, six rebounds. Trey with 27 points, six assists, and JC and Hunter combined for 37 points and 12 rebounds. Sort of the same song and dance, Billy, we've had over the past week and a half where our starters have all contributed and played really well on the offensive and defensive side. And I, I had a lot of confidence after that Friday night going into Saturday. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I noticed in this run that we've had is quarters one through three, the game's within 10. The Hawks never really get up big and they never get down big. But in that fourth quarter during that run, the defense that they played was fantastic. I mean, the defense that they played against uh, the Raptors a couple nights ago was, was amazing. And the defense that they played against the Knicks on Friday night was fantastic. I mean, Julius Randle, I didn't think he could miss all night long through quarters one through three. In the fourth quarter, we just locked him down. We're, we're playing playoff defense in the fourth quarter during that winning streak we had there. We're playing the type of defense that we saw 
the Nate McMillan team that came in after he was initially like uh, as the interim. Yes, coach. Yeah, two 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 years ago when we made it the ECF. Yeah, you're right. We're playing that type of defense, which is awesome to watch. Um, if we can get the same type of offense, which we we've, we've kind of been getting, um, Dejounte Murray looks fantastic. Uh, Trey continues to play off the ball, which is awesome in my mind. Uh, we've. I think it's been okay. Um, you know, it's just, it was the Hawks Hornets game that just threw a wrench into the whole thing. Oh man. Yeah, that was, man, that was awful. Terry Rozier couldn't miss Hawks fall to the Hornets. One twenty two to one eighteen Saturday night. We, we had a lead. Um, I think we had a six point lead with a minute left or something like that. We, we led all night. We led big, we led small. DeJounte played well, 26 points, three assists, three rebounds. Trey played phenomenally, 25 points, 12 assists, five rebounds. And Hunter, once again, pumps in one of his best games of the season with 25 points and four rebounds. I don't know what Nate's doing at the end of the game. Trey's inbounding with, I forget how many seconds were left in the game. It was enough to get off a shot. It wasn't a ton, wasn't enough to run a play, but it was enough to get off a shot. And Nate has Trey inbounding and Mason Plumley who is a nine foot giant is guarding Trey and Trey's like five, five and, and, and uh, Trey can't get a pass in. Yeah. So they, they try to inbound it once they burn a timeout because Trey can't get a pass in. And then they, I don't know if Trey, I don't know if Nate drew up a play or what happened, but they try to inbound it again and, and Trey can't see over Plumley. I don't understand why your best shooter is inbounding the ball in a, in a game winning shot situation. Why, why is he not the one running around, you know, why don't, why don't you draw him up a play to try to get the last shot of the game? I, I don't understand why Trey is inbounding the ball. To, I understand he's a great passer. I understand that. But Trey is the type of guy that you want the ball in his hand when it's a game decision shot. When it is a chance to win the game with one shot, Trey Young is the guy you want the ball in his hands at the end of the game. When you have, I think it was 1.1 seconds left was on, was on that. When you have that little time you don't need a good passer you need a a pass and a shot and who are you going to trust for a shot on this team because i could think of maybe two maybe three on this team that i could think of that would give me a good shot which is dj that would be trey and it would be maybe aj griffin aj griffin's had a couple of game game winning field goals you know, that's just that kind of thing. So I don't know. I It was very, very baffling on Saturday night. I I know that their Hawks fans are really ticked off at uh, Nate right now. Like really tough. Yeah. Um, Furious. It's, it, and they should be. I mean, it's justified. It, it stupid play call. And, and you hate to see it, but, you know, at this point, you've got to drop this one and move on. Um, you you guys just ended a great five, six. Uh, I think that was that was supposed to be game six in a row of a win, and right, you know, yes, just missed it. So let's let's start another uh, streak and let's go. It's a, it's a microcosm of the entire year. It's Nate's ineptability of calling late game plays. I just I I don't understand it, man. Uh, Clint Capella had a chance in this game to be the hero. Um, and he did his part. He had two big free throws at, towards the end of the game, had an awesome tip in. Uh, and then on the other end of the court, they come down. 
Terry Rozier shoots a shot and he gets fouled. A three-point shot and he gets fouled. It wasn't a foul. The NBA has gone back and they do that under the minute review and they reviewed it and said it's it wasn't a foul. He didn't get fouled. Um, so the NBA the NBA refs one once again show their ineptability of, of of being able to ref a game in real time. Um, it wasn't a foul and that that decided the game. That the three-point shot that Terry Rozier didn't get fouled on. The NBA refs said he did. Goes to the line, hits the threes, uh, hit all three of the free throws. John Collins misses a wide open three uh, with less than 30 seconds left on the clock. That that was a big, you know, turning point in the game. So it, it was just a, the last minute of the game could not have gone worse for the Hawks in a game that they should not have even been close to the Hornets in. Hornets didn't even have ball. I mean, LaMelo was, was hurt. He wasn't playing. Uh, Scary Terry was the only person on the Nets that, or the Hornets that did anything. And it's, I don't understand how you list how you lose to a a ballless Hornets team, but you know you're you're on a run of five games. But it's it, it's the NBA, and you know we'll see what happens down the stretch. But that's a that's not a good not a good way to end a a winning streak, and not a great way to end the weekend if you're the Hawks. But we talked about it too, like on Friday. You you hoped it wouldn't happen, but the Hawks do typically kind of play down to their opponent. Oh yeah, and yeah. They certainly did. did on Saturday. Yep, but the Hawks uh, have the Bulls tonight. So, uh, so that's up it, in Chicago, right? I think is that an away game. Yes, it I is in Chicago. Uh, Billy, over the weekend we had the NFL playoffs in the AFC. The Chiefs took care of the Jaguars, twenty-seven to twenty. Mahomes got a little injured, man. Came back and what a gutty performance from Patrick Mahomes. I, I know his ankles were hurting. Uh, but came back and took care of business and it's heading to the AFC Championship once again. Yeah, what is it? It's the fifth, fifth straight year. During I think the so. Championship? Do you know? Do you know Patrick Mahomes has never played in a away playoff game? That's that's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. As much success as he's had in the playoffs, he has never had in a away playoff game. Uh, Congratulations in- too to Andy Reid. Becomes the first head coach in NFL history to have ten wins. Uh to take a playoff or take two teams to 10 wins in the playoffs. And it's just stupid. That's just a stupid thing. And win yeah. 10 playoff That's- wins. Good God. Sorry. It, uh, no, no, you're good. Uh, I, I was just trying to, I was trying to think of anybody else that would even come close, but I don't, I, I can't, I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody out there that I'm forgetting, but yeah, that's nuts, man. That's, that's an amazing accomplishment. Uh, I liked the move by Trevor Lawrence, though, to stand in the lock or stand in the hallway of everybody walking off the Jags players walking off and, and you know high five and congratulate everybody and talk to him. I've become a huge Trevor Lawrence fan this season. The way he's played with Jacksonville, the way he's led that team, the way he's carried himself and the franchise. I've become a really big Trevor Lawrence fan this year, and I hated him when he was in college. I think something that when we do our get to know you series with Joey King, I think that's something that you and I need to maybe maybe not discuss on the on the actual podcast, but maybe talk with Joey King off the air just to see his thoughts uh, of you know what your thoughts are on him. So, yeah. Uh, other the other side of the AFC, the team that will be joining the Chiefs in the AFC Championship, Bengals take care of the Bills in really handy fashion 27 to 10 the Bengals dominated the offensive and defensive line the entire game the bills could not get anything going stefan diggs was a, essentially a, a ghost i mean he was invisible all game long and I, I watched this entire game and at no point did i ever think the bills had any chance of winning this game the Bengals took over early and they controlled this entire game 
I think at one point, uh, after the Bengals had already scored two touchdowns in the first quarter, it was like a hundred and something yards to eleven. The the Bills had only had eleven yards of offense. Yeah, it doesn't surprise that's, me. That's just nuts uh, to me. The the fact that you thought that the Bills were going to put up a good fight, and you know, kudos to uh, play Harden and his his Cincinnati Bengals. It's a uh, they're heading to the AFC Championship for a second straight year against the Chiefs. Yeah, the the offensive line for the Bengals that had three, I believe, three backup offensive linemen dominated the defensive line for the Bills. I mean, Joe Burr had a clean pocket every single drop back almost the entire night. Uh, you know, well, he it seemed like he scrambled around perfectly. He was, I mean, he, he was absolutely perfect in that pocket. There was a, he got sacked a couple times, but he when he, there were moments that he just made made things happen and one of them was the second touchdown i mean he was being he was being pushed out of the pocket and was able to to jump up into the pocket and move around and to make the throw down to uh one which is it's not higgins is it he uh, was a chaser higgins that made that catch Uh, and one of the things billy that really surprised me that game is how well the Bengals were able to run the ball too like i mean they they ran the ball with ease and i didn't i didn't expect i mean joe mixon had over 100 yards rushing i didn't expect that going into the game because they had i believe it was i believe the Bengals had three backup offensive linemen starting that game last night yeah yeah and you're up in buffalo you're in the elements it's snowing that crowd is going crazy demar hamlin's there waving at the crowd and the bills just could they they couldn't control the line of scrimmage on offense or defense and that was the story of the game for that for that game yeah it was it was absolutely crazy so AFC Championship next Sunday is Chiefs hosting the Bengals for the second consecutive year. And that was, I mean, we sort of called that. We said it was going to be, you know, two of these three, the Bengals, the Bills, and the Chiefs. Two of those three were going to make it to the AFC Championship. We weren't sure what two, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's sort of sort of unfolding how we called it about two or three months ago. <laughs> uh, and then on the yeah, NFC side. A couple months ago. <clears throat> do us. And speaking of calling it a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, you you nailed this one. Eagles take care of business against the Giants in what was one of the most boring games I've seen all year long. Uh, I turned it off at halftime. That was that was terrible. The Eagles, the Eagles are really really good. Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, two tuds, 150 yards. Not much to say about this one. The Giants probably shouldn't have been there. Eagles take care of business. They move on to the NFC Championship. Uh, and the Cowboys once again lose to the 49ers. Their season ends in back to back years, and the 49ers on very I don't know, goofy head scratching plays 19 to 12, uh, very defensive, man. That was one of the best defensive battled games I've seen in the NFL in a very long time. A a league that really is not, I don't know. doesn't lend itself to defensive battles like this anymore because of the way the rules are. Um, I don't know if these defense, I think it was a mix of these defenses playing really well. And the offense is bringing pretty terrible, Uh, but 19 to 12, the 49ers beat the Cowboys in in what I hope is Dak Prescott's last game as a Cowboy, it won't happen. He he gets paid forty million dollars. Nobody else is going to take on that salary. Um, but Brock Purdy and that 49ers offense, man, they they did enough to win the game. And the defense for the 49ers is just it's fantastic. I I'm really excited to see what the 49ers defense against the Eagles offense is going to do next week in the NFC Championship. Uh, so if if you're uh, Jerry Brett Meyer is gone, right? Meyer. Meyer. A thousand percent. I would have fired no. Brett Meyer at halftime. <laughs> oh, crap. 
that that first PAT, even if it wasn't blocked, did you see how wobbly it was off his foot? That thing was going Noah Ruggles wide left. <laughs> it was so bad. That was awful, man. That was terrible. Um, he, he did make two field goals, which is it's great. But yeah, Meyer's gone, man. He's he's getting cut ASAP. And and with that result, the the nineteen to twelve uh, results. Guess what happened, Bryce? After Forte. after we went one in five last week in our locks of the week, yep, we rebound and go five and one again, baby. Let's go, let's, let's go. go. So week one and week three, we have done really well in our locks. That's awesome. Yes, sweet. That's the way to rebound. High virtual high five. Yes, Vir- virtual high five there, Billy. Sweet, uh, Billy. I got some great news. Yeah. Once again, we live in Titletown, USA. Yes, we do. The Carrollton girls and the Central boys win state wrestling championship. Carrollton girls take care of business. So, you know, in the boys wrestling, they have a division for everybody. Single A, double A, whatever. All It's it's all divided out, just like everything else. Basketball, right. football, etc. In the girls wrestling, it's all one. It's one bracket. Everybody in the entire state, every single high school in the entire state wrestles in one bracket for the girls great. championship. And the Carrollton Trojans came out on top. Congratulations it's, to Alan Newton and and the girls squad uh, for for bringing home championship. That's that's phenomenal. That is absolutely I, phenomenal. Uh, first ever girls duel gosh. state championship. You have to feel good about it, man. You just have to. <laughs> I mean, Dude, it's, and it's, it's, did you see some of these pictures that Brian Carmichael has too? Did you see yeah. the guns on these girls that are wrestling out there? Yep, 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 yep. Oh my! I mean, they're just just chiseled. You know, they um, they almost look like um like the old like Roman statues. You know, these girls are in tremendous shape. Uh, they beat Jordan in the championship, forty eight to thirty six. They beat Chastity before handily, or excuse me, they they won the championship handily. The real test was the semifinals against Chastity. Where they won by one point, forty-one to forty. So once again, another championship here. I mean, that's that's added this year to the to the Bowden State Championship in football, the Heard County State Championship in softball. I mean, we just keep adding state championships in this little tri-county area. It really is amazing, and and that just goes to show, Billy. We say this all the time in the podcast. We have the best female athletes in the entire state here on the West Side. Yeah, we do. We absolutely do. It's it's yep. so much fun to watch, and they are a lot of, dude. I got to I got to watch even more. Uh, like I went and watched the Bremen Central game um, on Saturday, and we'll talk about this on the Marine South scoreboard. But dear Lord, guys, it, the girls' basketball in this area is ridiculous. It's fantastic. Ridiculous. Yeah. It, it's fantastic, Billy. Another state championship, like we said, Central boys. They win the state championship for the four A bracket uh the lions were going into the final match trailing 28 to 33 dylan mcknight needed a pin anything else other than a pin and central gets runner up in the state championship game or state championship match what does he do he delivers a pin and central wins the state title 34 to 33 on a decisive pin from dylan mcknight what kind of pressure do you think that is going into that match and knowing, listen, I, I have to pin this guy. Nothing else will get us a state championship. I have to pin my opponent if we want to win this state championship. Uh, dude, it's, I don't think, honestly, I don't think the wrestlers have like pressure on them. I, I really don't. 
I think they're they're just that kind of cool, calm, collected athletes, and that's that's what's so fun about watching wrestling, because they just go out there and just they compete every single time, regardless of what what needs to happen or not. And you, Dylan McKnight did did a hell of a job in, in bringing home a championship for Central. I mean, that's like telling a kick returner, like, oh, we need you to return this 100 yards for a touchdown, and if you don't, we come in second place. But it's just you out there on the field. Only you. It's <laughs> it's all you. Everything, all the pressure, everything is on you. Go run it 100 yards and score us a touchdown. So, yeah, Dylan McKnight gets the final pin in the central match. They are now state champions. Uh, Title Town USA, baby. That's where we live. Yep. Fantastic. And we'll hopefully we're going to be setting up a uh, conversation with Central's head coach, uh, Central's head wrestling coach on Wednesday, along with uh, Coach Rich Friendly, too. So that's something to look forward to this week. Uh-oh. Did I lose you, Bryce? Sorry. No, I was reading. <laughs> you know me. I can't I can't read and listen wow. at the same time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They, I saw a meme, and it said the, uh, the, NFC, the home of the NFC championship game will now be played in a neutral site, and they've picked uh, the Cowboys Stadium to play that. Oh, good. Uh, all right, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, shall we? Let's do it. On Friday nights in girls basketball, Temple beats Crawford County 48-23. to A big region win there. McKenna Nicks, 25 points. Carly Bagwell, 11. Uh, Central falls to Northwest Whitfield, though, 48-24. to That's a tough loss. Freeman beat Bridgeland 67-45. to That's a big region win as well. Billerica falls to Jackson, 81-50. to Amaya Frazier, 15 points. Kendall Ward, 11. Hard County falls to Lamar County, 59-50. And then Carrollton falls to Pebblebrook, 56-50. In boys basketball, Central beats Northwest Whitfield, 61-24. Isaiah West, 15 points. Jay Harding, 11. And Max Young, 8 points. Guys, seeing them play on Saturday, the Central boys, they're good. They're really good. They're they're talented. And there, yeah, I saw I saw them out at that um, Sandy Spiels Fall League, and I remember telling you, I said they've got talent. They they just have to figure out who's going to lead in the absence of JoJo Bell. There, there's talent around there. They just got to find that leader. Yeah. Temple beats Crawford County, fifty-two to twenty-six. Alex Banks had seventeen points. Amon Jackson had thirteen. Freeman boys fall to Ridgeland, sixty-one to twenty-four. Villarica boys fall to Jackson, seventy-two to fifty-seven. Modell beats Harrison County 65 to 39. Hurd County falls to Lamar County 68 to 54. And Pebblebrook beats Carrollton 57 to 47. As we mentioned, the Carrollton Trojans in girls wrestling beats wins the state championship on Friday night. On Saturday in girls basketball, Wadley beats Bowden 61 to 41. Freeman falls to Central's 39 to 38 on a last second three point shot. It was insane. Um, 2.7 seconds left, I think, was what she hit it. And it was it was a deep three, and it was a bank, too, man. Like, the bank was open. It was it was absolutely insane. Did she call, did she call backboard before the shot? You got to call backboard. I, I think she was just happy, and you should have seen her face when um, <laughs> when she ran back down court. It was it was kind of funny. Um I was standing around. Uh, I was standing right next to Carroll County Superintendent Scott Coward and uh, new Central football coach uh, Umber Brown when when that shot went in, and that place erupted with even with those two. 
Uh, Mount Zion beats South Atlanta 53-38. to Zoe Holland, uh, 17 points. Shania Farley, 14. Emily Bird, 9 points. Carrollton girls fall to Dalton, 60-58. to Banneker beats Villarica, 61-58. to Amaya Frazier, 23 points. Kaya Swint, 11. In boys basketball, Bowden beats Wadley, 74-50. to Bremen falls to Central, 61-24. Mount Zion falls to South Atlanta, 88-75. to Good God, the scoring there. Oh, that was a high point scoring, right? That, that's a lot of points right there. For high school basketball, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a ton. Uh, Praise Academy uh, beats Harrelson County 63-60. to 60, And that's it for boys basketball on Saturday. In college basketball, UW and the boys win versus Christian Brothers 86-75. to Girls lose 75-52. to 52. Uh, Vanderbilt beats uh, UGA 85 to 82 and Syracuse beats Georgia Tech 80 to 63 in boys wrestling Temple falls to social circle in the quarterfinals Bremen falls to Columbus in the semis and Central wins the state championship in team duels Uh, individual championships are three weeks away so we've got uh, that to look forward to on the Smith's floor coverings games and events calendar for tonight we got nothing like uh, nothing got the Hawks. I think, you know, they're playing tonight, yeah. but yeah, as far as our high schools around here, everybody gets a very, very needed break for one day. We're all back in action tomorrow night, but you know, they get, they get Monday off Billy back to that UW uh, boys game. Yeah. They have now only lost one game all year. Wow. Since, since the calendar turned over to 2023, they have lost one game all year they have uh what six or seven wins and their only loss came to lee university and lee has only lost three games all year so it came to a to a very very good lee university team but yeah that uw men's team really making some waves uh here towards the end of the basketball season so i'm excited to see what they have in store um let's see their season ends probably into february then they go into the gulf south conference tournament so i'm excited to see what they can do uh, in that tournament here towards the end of February. Billy, you ready for another cup of coffee, man? Man, I need one. Yep, let's go. Let's hit it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. If you need to buy or sell a house in the west side, give her a call, and she will sell your house and get you into a new beautiful house of your dreams. Cowboys running back Tony Pollard broke his leg last night and needs surgery. You hate to see that, but... He had a hell of a season, and you know who your QB one or your RB one is next year. That's yeah, it's it's definitely Tony Pollard. Uh, I think Zeke is in the back end of his his career, but Zeke has found a very good niche and has found hey. plays for him in that offense. You know, and you know what? I I, I hear Zeke can play center. Um, oh my god! That listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna start. <laughs> If if we start on, I was so pissed off last night. If we start on that, we will have to bleep so many words I say, and this podcast will go to an hour long podcast. I I was there. There was so much wrong with that game, and it, it's rinse repeat, same thing. You got the the fat balded idiot okay. over on the sideline. Right. Uh, stupid. Mike McCarthy's an idiot. <laughs> Moron. Moving on. He gets paid millions of dollars to be the worst worst head coach in the NFL. Give me MCDC. Mike McCarthy's an idiot. Uh, Steph, Stephon Diggs, the Bills, he got a little frustrated last night with the loss. The Bengals stormed into the locker room, grabbed his stuff, and immediately left. Didn't talk to anybody, didn't talk to the coaches, nothing. Stephon Diggs 
was extremely fired up last night after that Bills loss. Yeah, I'm sure. I I mean, I would be frustrated too. Couldn't get anything going on offense for them. So I think he he didn't have a great game either. So that's that's what happens. No, I mean he was targeted ten times, only had four receptions for thirty five yards, and most of those six missed passes that he didn't catch, they weren't on target. So yeah. uh have have we seen the last of Stefan Diggs in Buffalo? I don't think so. I'm sure he's back. Yeah. Uh, the Giants running back, Saquon Barkley, said he's not looking to reset the running back market. He insists that he's not trying to top Christian McCaffrey's $16 million per year salary that he has. Barkley's only 25 years old. Do you think he uh, he gets more than Christian McCaffrey? Uh, I think he probably could. Um, and I think McCaffrey's a better running back, in my opinion, at the time. So I'm not, I'm not sure, dude. It, yeah, I... I don't know if I don't know if I can say McCaffrey is, is better than Barkley. I, we just haven't seen these guys be healthy for a long period yeah, of time. You know what I mean? Me. Like, yeah. So so McCaffrey and Saquon, they both seem like they get injured every single year. Both very talented running backs, but you know, long term, Kenny, what are you going to get? Are you going to get two or three years of uninjured play from either one of these guys? But are we going to get to the point with if he's saying this? Is he's saying he's not looking to reset the running back market? Is he? Are we going to get to the point where an like an NFL team is is going to try to go, hey, I'm going to take less, but I I want you to spend money on finding another stud. You know what I mean? Like the A yeah. teams. So um, I think that's a possibility too. That would be really cool, especially with the Giants coming up like they have this year. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's the best way to go. I mean, look at the guys who led their teams in rushing in the divisional round. Joe Mixon. Now he's a high money guy. But he's not—he's not a top five back in the league, you know. He's—he's—he's right. he's, he's a kind of a veteran. Eli Mitchell, same thing. He's not the number one uh, running back out there in San Francisco. It's McCaffrey, but Mitchell led in rushing. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell, who the hell is that guy? He was drafted in the fifth round two years ago. He, he's not Miles Sanders. He's not the number one running back there in Philadelphia. And Isaiah Pacheco, like that's—you know—it's Clyde edwards helaire He's the number one running back out in in San Francisco, and Pacheco was—you know—the high rushing man. So. That might be a smart move from uh, from Saquon Barkley with the Giants as well. Is hey, give me another running mate like like Dallas has, and couldn't utilize last night because he broke his leg. But that is what it is. Uh, Kevin Pillar joins the Atlanta Braves on a minor league deal. Billy, are we going to see him in the majors this year? That's a possibility, but I think it's really going to depend on his uh, his spring training. So we'll see how that works out. Is this yeah, during his, during it's his- a it's one of those. We're going to try you out in spring training, and if you don't do, we'll we'll grant you a release, and you can go look for somewhere else. Yeah. He he will reportedly make $3 million if he cracks the big league roster. Uh, he hit 315 with 10 homers and 40 RBIs last year in AAA Oklahoma City. Uh, so just one of those insurance policies out in the outfield if they need sure. it. Number seven seed Coco Golf falls in the Open Championship to Jelena Ostpinko in the Australian Open, and I believe that was the last uh, American we had in the Australian Open. Need to see it. Yeah, Ten- tennis in America, uh, the youth tennis movement is sort of dying out, man. We don't have a lot of youthful, talented tennis players in in America like we did ten or fifteen years ago. It's it's very odd. Right. I don't understand it. Number one, Houston never could make a big play as they fall to Temple in college men's basketball last night or uh, Saturday night. Gotta love it. God, I love basketball. God, I love college basketball, man. And and the the upsets that happen, the amount of times I watched the end of the uh, Duke Miami game, and that game was phenomenal. That was a um, good game. 
over the weekend and Duke Duke pulled out the win, but good lord. I mean, just watching those type of types of games are it's so much fun in this time of year. It is. And we're right around the corner from March Madness, man. I am I am so excited. It was Temple's first win over a number one ranked team since February of twenty or excuse me, February twentieth of two thousand. So twenty three years ago almost when they beat number one Cincinnati. Wow. John, John Rahm continues to tear through the PGA Tour Championship, wins the uh, Tour cha- or excuse me, wins the American Express out in California this weekend. Uh, played phenomenally, hit a hit a great sand shot out of the bunker on I believe that was 16 or 17, I don't remember, uh, but he shot a seven under on Sunday and absolutely starched the rest of the field. Jo- I love watching John Rahm play, man. That guy is big and strong and powerful, and he can just yak the ball he's like a more accurate bryson DeChambeau. maybe you should have picked john rom for your weekend pick as opposed to whoever the hell you picked yeah probably okay. that's all right i want to do something i want to do something different i'm getting tired of just picking basketball players you know what i mean like, I, want to, I want to spread out just tennis player yeah yeah hockey tennis golf did mma this weekend might do some soccer i don't know i'm just getting tired of rinse repeating and everybody picking the same basketball players every single time I like to find I like to find a hidden gem. Even if I lose, I don't care. Uh, and today in 2015, Golden State guard Clay Thompson scores the most NBA points in a quarter with 37 and the most three quarters in a quarter with nine as the Warriors win 126 to 101 over the Sacramento Kings. He talked about this on the All the Smoke podcast. Uh, and it was pretty cool. I really like Clay Thompson after that podcast. He's a pretty laid back, awesome dude. Yeah. He he seems it, honestly. So Yeah. I'd like to see him and Gronk hang out. I think that'd be a cool pair. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> that'd be neat. Bill, you got anything else to add today, man? No, man. Let's get out of here and start our weekend off right. Yep. Start your week off right. Listen to the morning five. And don't forget to shake your neighbors. Tell everybody about all of our social media platforms. They're pretty terrible. Just as bad as the actual podcast. So if you enjoy this terrible content every single morning on your airways, follow us on Instagram. Uh, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, every single social media. Honestly, if they still had Zynga in MySpace, we'd be on that as yeah, well. We but in <laughs> Delta, <laughs> for, for Billy Lindahl, Bryce Farley, we will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!